Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now the scams are all over the place. Yep. Did you see the story last week about the, um, the the local Richmond people who were called by police officers, but they weren't police officers? And I don't know, you know, you, you think you're talking to somebody who's legit, I would somebody something would go off in my head if someone said I'm with the police and I need money from you. I think I would be like, uh, "Excuse me, <laughs> give me your number and I'll call you back." <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. I'm pretty much skeptical of anyone any that says anything. I do don't pick money. up the phone if I don't recognize the number. I just leave me a message and we'll figure out whether it's legit or not. That's Hey, that saves me a lot of uncomfortable conversations with people who are mad at me. So that's the first thing. But I'm, I, I, I do think people need to be aware that the scam stuff is kind of out of out of control. And again, not to be too ugly about it, but we're sending signals all over the society that it doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want. We're not really going to bust you. The consequences aren't that significant. We won't lock you up. We won't shun you. We won't shame you. Uh, it's not that big a deal, except it's a big deal to the people who get hurt, right? The people who lose everything. That For them, it's a big deal. For the people who are attacked, it's a big deal. For the people who are harmed in any way by this crime wave that's happening, uh, you know, I, I just I'm so tired of talking about it. But I feel like we're just maybe getting to a place where people will pay attention. So when you guys decide, when everybody in this community decides they've had enough, you let me know. And we can do the difficult things that will not make you feel good. It's not going not gonna to make you feel like you're a wonderful Christian person. But you're going to have to do some tough stuff to shut down the crime in this community. And that's unfortunate. This is why when you have to discipline your children, what do you do? You go in the house. You close the door, and the discipline takes place in the house because it's not nice. It's not the kind of thing that makes you look like father of the year. But you got to do it, or you'll have kids who are out of control. You don't discipline people, and it's the same thing within society. Got to discipline people. But we'll see. Eventually, everybody will have had enough and will have been harmed enough and lost enough where they'll actually. <laughs> this is the kind of thing we talk about at Politics and Pints. Um it gets it gets very animated, so occasionally kind of argumentative, but usually very animated. So I like beer. I want you to get these tickets to Politics and Pints. Now we sold out. Jeff was really mad. 
I don't see Jeff mad much, uh, but Jeff was mad because we sold all the VIP tickets on Friday before we were even off the air. When I finished the show at 10 o'clock, I walked down the hall and my boss said, um, hey, guess what? We sold out all the VIP. I was like, oh, Jeff's going to be mad. Jeff, you know, Jeff, Jeff is Jeff thinks he can sell ice to an Eskimo, which is kind of true. <laughs> if you listen to his show, he can sell ice to an Eskimo. So I think he saw it as a challenge. This is the eighth politics and pints. Let's sell those VIP tickets. And then when he actually talked to him on that afternoon, he's like, what'd you say? I was like, nothing, Jeff. You know, I, I moved the tickets. People were excited. I really think they're excited about seeing Brian Kilmeade. The host of Fox and Friends, you know, the Brian Kilmeade radio show. Brian will be with us on Wednesday, March 20th. He's our special VIP guest. Remember, last time we did Politics and Pints, we had former Virginia Governor Doug Wilder on stage. And he got a rousing uh, welcome, even from a, high, you know, a largely Republican crowd. So I thought that was nice. And in this case, it'll be Brian Kilmeade. So I think Jeff is really pushing to find some additional vip tickets they're not i don't know no one's agreed to it yet but jeff is really advocating for that we'll see you know we'll see what kind of poll he's got but you can still get general admission tickets which is great it's not that big a theater you can see everybody up close and it's going to be a great night of political conversation that gets a little raucous you got to be over 21 to be there because alcohol is served that's the pints part of it uh, in hopewell at the beacon theater so go to wrva.com to pick up your tickets before this thing is sold out. Remember, the last two or three have been 100% sold out with a waiting list on the, the day of the performance. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. Politics and Pints, Part 8, in Hopewell, Wednesday, March 20th. The tickets on sale now at WRVA.com. And we will have lots to talk about March 20th. I'm trying to think. What is the new deadline for funding? Mark Tapscott is the senior congressional reporter at the Epoch Times newspaper. Mark, will we, March 20th, will we have hit that, that new deadline or not? Good morning to you. Good morning, John, and uh, thank you for an easy question. The okay. answer is no. No? But we'll be getting close. So. We'll go through the we'll go through that that crazy dance we go through all the time. Republicans bad. Republicans won't give us the money. The entire right. country is going to fall apart if the Republicans don't cave and give us money. So we'll right. be in the middle of that probably. Yeah, you you would think after all the times that we've all heard this routine that you know people would say okay, knock it off, just yeah. do a budget. Right. But here we, here we go again. I think what we're going to end up with is I think they will get some of the appropriations bills that are outstanding done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to end up with what is called a minibus, um, which is, you know, <clears throat> rather than giving you the the whole big spending dose, they give you a partial dose. Which will still be a fortune. Which will still be a fortune. will still be $34 trillion in debt. Um, nothing will change except the can will be a little bit further down the road. Yeah. Um, I was in Alexandria up your way yesterday for the big uh, President's Day parade for the George Washington parade, which is nice oh, yeah. that they still do that in Alexandria. <laughs> yeah, they, they do remember it's Washington who was the first president. <laughs> yes, yes. And they didn't boo George Washington. You know, I, I, I am happy to applaud George Washington wherever he is commemorated, but I think there's, a, there's an attitude in some parts of Northern Virginia, oh, that's not comfortable. But I was surprised as I walked around the 
the town. Because, you know, those old houses, which look very nice, I've only been in a couple of them when I've been invited for little parties up there, um, yeah. they're, they're two, three million dollars a piece. So these people, oh, yeah. they are loaded up yep. in Al- Old Town Alexandria, but all a lot of them, not all of them, had Ukraine flags, Ukraine stickers. Uh, some of them had Ukraine stickers with Palestinian flag stickers in the window. Well, guess what, John? Guess who most of them work for? The, Fed, the Democrats and the federal bureaucracy, probably, right? There you go. Or lobbying that's, groups. That's or, or lobbying, K yeah. Street, yeah. That's, well, that's, the, that's the industry in the District of Columbia. The, the president, uh, President Biden, in a moment of semi-lucidity over the weekend, was really uh, making the case for more uh, spending for these projects. Uh, Ukraine, Israel, I suppose. Um, is he going to get what he wants? Is there a way for Republicans to navigate this and actually get funding for border security, too? Or are we going to play that game for the next few weeks, you think? Well, I'll tell you, John, I, I, I really think um, that, that Speaker of the House Mike Johnson has positioned uh, himself and, and his House Republicans in about as strong a place as they could be mm-hmm. because they're basically making the pitch that, you know, look, which, which should be our first priority, our border or somebody else's border? Yeah, yeah. And it's hard to argue with that, especially when every day when you turn on the news, well, at least if you're watching Fox News or listening to WRVA, you hear about the hordes of people coming in illegally across the border and the drugs and the, you know, sex trafficking and all of the stuff that is happening because the border is open. And I don't know how else they could frame the issue that would be more to the point, then, you know, which one are we going to protect first, our border or somebody else's? But the president refuses to accept that equation. And the, the, right. the what my reading, I can't claim that I flipped through every page of the, the, um, the Democrat proposal. My reading uh, of the analysis of the previous bill that, shockingly, some Republicans in the Senate helped to craft was that it provided more uh, personnel to process people into the country, it didn't exactly. actually stop the exactly. influx. Actually, what it did is it normalized a steady flow mm-hmm. uh, coming in on a daily basis. And, you know, with as with, with federal regulations that are implemented, with legislation that is passed through Congress, you always have to look at the, the fine print. Um, and the thing I think the thing that really undid um, the Chris Murphy and, and James Lankford's border proposal, their compromise, was if you looked at it and you read real close, there was one sentence that said, I'm not quoting it exactly, but mm-hmm. it said the president can cancel or delay implementation of closing the border. Yeah, God. And that, that, you know, that just defeated the whole purpose. Yeah. There was and, no need for that, but they put it in there because they knew that it would be used. Did Republicans get rolled there? 
like Senator Lankford, which is a little surprising to me from Oklahoma, right? I would think he would have been a more sophisticated. Did did this get added after the fact and he got rolled, or was this a calculated I, I don't decision? Know. I I have to I have to say I, I've uh, you know I'm from Oklahoma. Um, Senator Lankford is, uh, according to the American Conservative Union scorecard, he's the second most conservative voting Republican right. in the in the Senate. <clears throat> to all appearances and every discussion I've ever had with him, he's a whole lot smarter than I am, you know, about this stuff. But it, it's hard to avoid the conclusion that um, he he maybe in the last. You know, a couple of negotiating sessions, mm-hmm. he just figured, well, we got to get something done now. Mm-hmm. And caved on a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that's the danger for all of these guys, oh, is the desire yeah, you, you to get that. something you, done. You, you worked up here. You in, know how it goes. Instead of, instead of sticking to your guns and saying, I don't give a damn whether we get something done or not, it's going right. to either you give me what I want and we will work out other details. Or this is DOA, and I'm happy to have a press conference right now about it. And I just yeah. think the Republicans, uh, quite frankly, in Washington and in Richmond, don't have that um, that fire that they're willing to fight. It's uh, and and do it in public and, and shame people and embarrass yeah. people. So yeah, um, know, there 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 was. Forgive me for for sounding like an old guy, but back <laughs> in the day when I worked for President Reagan. Before I became a journalist, um, President Reagan was known for saying that, you know, my 80 percent friend is not my 20 percent enemy. Right. Yeah. And if you go into a, uh, a negotiating session with the attitude, here's what is uncompromisable. Here's where we can talk. Here's where we might have some movement. And, you know, everybody comes into the discussion in good faith, you can come out with reasonable agreements. Well, the good faith part is the problem, yeah. I think, Mark. Yeah. There's not yeah. a lot of good faith, um, at least in my perception, on one side of the aisle. And I could tell you yeah. story after well, story, I, I'm I sure tell you, you could I, too. I think it's, it's, it's not exclusively with Democrats. Yeah. Well, that's probably fair to say. Hey, will I see you at CPAC this weekend? Um, well, my editor hadn't said I'm going. So okay. <laughs> I'm supposed to do the show live from CPAC on Friday. And then I guess Trump is speaking over the weekend. I don't know that I have, yep. I don't know that I have the patience to hang around for that, but if I will contact you and hopefully I'll get to see you in person, Mark Tapscott, senior, yeah. senior congressional reporter for the Epoch Times newspaper. And then, you know what, we should get you down here for politics and pints. You know, that would be fun. I was yep. thinking while you were talking about all that, let's see now, booze, politics, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> all right, I'm going to contact you offline and see if we can make that happen. Mark Tapscott, thank you. All right. 749, back with more in a moment. News Radio WRVA. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.